This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Today marks a milestone with the North American Outdoors podcast. We are entering into season two. This is episode 24, and I welcome you to the North American Outdoors podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. As adults, we have a responsibility to introduce our youth to our national traditions of firearms and the sport of hunting. When we do, it is crucial that we shape them with the high moral and ethical standards to advocate our sport. The future of hunting rests in our young hunters. If we do our part to inspire our kids with the values and traditions that we hold so close to our own hearts, they will, in turn, become the devoted hunters that will carry on our hunting heritage for generations to follow. When we make the commitment to introduce our kids to hunting, the method of teaching should become our main focus. We must revise, modify, alter, adapt, adjust, and whatever else it takes toward our own hunting behaviors to set the best example we can. For the rest of our lives, our children now become our responsibility to guide and to educate. We need to teach them how to interact with the woods, the waters, and the fields. Involve them so they understand and respect the land. Kids need to learn how to study and appreciate the wildlife, learn their biology, and how they are all connected to the environment. Everyone needs to commit to a high level of ethics, respect, and good sportsmanship in the manner of your hunt. This cannot develop overnight, but will take a lifetime of commitment and dedication to perfect. Hunting is an activity that requires research, organization, proficiency, responsibility, and dedication. These requirements are essential because there is a high expectation from others to do the right thing when in the field, especially when no one else is watching. If you come from a long line of hunters, this process of passing along these traditions to your children could be relatively easy. 
Hunting families already have a social structure in place where you can turn to for advice and direction while guiding your youngster. If you do not come from a traditional hunting background, there are ample opportunities to get you headed in the right direction. These include the many state, federal, and private organizations to help guide you into being a mentor to a young hunter. In days gone by, school kids would excitably talk about their past hunting and fishing trips, how they were anticipating their next outing, and all of their other outdoor adventures. It was common for children to race home after school to gather their gear and to go rabbit or squirrel hunting. Kids actively participated in planning hunting trips with their parents. This was a time that outdoor activities were a family affair and kids enjoyed being with their parents. Anyone who remembers this era knows how strong the family bonds were. Children of today are not as knowledgeable about their natural world as they were in the past. Many inner-city school children believe the white-tailed deer is an endangered species, when in reality, the population of the white-tailed deer is thriving. Many youngsters have no idea where the meat they consume comes from. The only concept they have is that it comes frozen, in a bag, or neatly wrapped in white butcher paper in the freezer aisle at the grocery store. Sadly, many kids have no idea that the meat they are consuming was once an actual living and breathing animal, nor do they understand the process in which it ended up on their dinner plate. This is our fault because we as hunters have not done a very good job in educating our youth and perpetuating our sport. We can change this and we can make a difference. Hunting is part of our heritage. North America has always been a hunting paradise. In fact, many of the first explorers that headed west, leading the expansion to the west coast, were trappers. As pioneers headed westward to settle into the wilderness, it was wild game that sustained them on their journey. Hunting skills learned by settlers were passed down throughout the generations. Hunting has evolved from a survival tool into recreation infused in family traditions. Families that have a rich tradition of hunting have strong bonds that are very evident to people outside of that family unit. Teaching your kids how to hunt provides them with life lessons that would be hard to pass on without the sport. First of all, it teaches children the importance of working together as a family to achieve a particular goal. A lot of time and energy goes into putting together a successful hunt. Parents get to spend a lot of quality time with their children when engaged in hunting. Hunting trips can take anywhere from one day to extended trips lasting weeks on end from start to finish. This time together helps the family grow together more so than spending a couple hours at the ballpark or going to a movie together. Hunting is a continual lesson that prepares youngsters for adulthood. This activity is a group effort, and it teaches kids to be part of a team and to achieve a goal. It teaches them the importance of being part of a family unit and that everyone, no matter how small, can contribute. Hunting educates kids on the circle of life. Animals provide substance, whether it comes from a faceless steer raised for slaughter, then wrapped in cellophane and transported to the supermarket, or from a free-ranging wild animal pursued by a hunter.
the life lessons from hunting extend from the hunt to the harvest to the processing of the meat to the preparation and finally presentation on the dinner table. In essence, we as parents are investing time and knowledge into our children and giving them the tools that will help them become good and productive adults. I am hoping that we will get a return on our investment and that these life lessons will be passed down to their children and the children of generations beyond. When you are introducing your kids to the sport of hunting, you are not only passing on family traditions, but you're also teaching them valuable life lessons. You are helping them exercise a fundamental right that all people in a free society should be allowed to participate in. That fundamental right is gun ownership. The Second Amendment to the U.S. Constitution guarantees the right of gun ownership. Regardless of the intent, whether it be for hunting, recreation, self-protection, or just collecting, our children deserve to have the same rights as we have enjoyed. If kids understand at an early age that gun ownership is a right and that legal activities involving firearms are dependent upon that right, their children might have the same opportunities as our own children do. Ethics, morals, and beliefs need to be taught in the home by the parents. It should not be left up to teachers and liberal politicians. Parents need to become more involved in the school system and community to make sure that our traditions, rights, and heritage is being upheld wherever adults have the power of influence over children. If your child's school teacher does not meet your standards or uses his or her own position to expound their values that conflict with yours, speak up. It is a teacher's job to teach the subject that he or she is being paid to teach, not opine about hunting, guns, or any other liberal topic of the month. Gun owners and hunters also need to hold politicians accountable. We need to know which elected officials embrace the rights of gun owners and hunters and which ones do not. Those officials that share the same beliefs that we do need to know their efforts are being noticed and they're being supported. The politicians that do not share our beliefs and work hard to protect our rights need to be exposed and voted out of office. Hunting and gun ownership seem to be under a never-ending attack. There are animal rights organizations that openly try to legislate the end of legal and responsible hunting. There are also animal rights groups that hide their true agenda as anti-hunting organizations, but also solicit support through shelters and refuges. These are individuals that misguide and that ill-inform the public. They value animal life over human life. They also have an agenda. Their ideological plan is to get to your kids, to get into their minds, and to change their values. These fanatics know that they will never stop hunting through the hunters. Their goal is to spread their ideals through the youth and use the next generation to achieve their goals. It comes down to who you want to be the most influential person in your children's lives. You, the parents, people that you trust in your circle of family and friends, or rather an individual or group of individuals that do not believe in our rights and our heritage. 
If every parent makes sure that they are the biggest influence in their children's lives, then we will not have to guess what our kids believe or where their ethics lie. We must make sure that our children have the family values to pass on. We must make sure that our children know their rights and to be able to defend themselves. We must make sure that our children are aware of their cultural heritage and be very proud of it. In other words, do your job and be a parent. Not too long ago, it was common for firearms to be in nearly every home. That was back when more people hunted for food and for sport. When you talk to people who were raised with guns in their homes, their attitudes towards firearms are almost universally the same. When asked what it was like to be raised in a home with firearms, their responses were almost scripted. Number one answer is we were taught to respect guns. Their number two answer was we knew never to touch the guns in our homes. And their number three response was growing up with guns removed the curiosity and mystery around firearms. These three responses are the reasons there were less firearm accidents with kids in the home than there are today, where there are far fewer homes with firearms. Kids need to be taught the safe handling and rules regarding firearms by removing the anomaly or the taboo surrounding them. The key to introducing kids to firearms is exposure. When kids were no longer exposed to firearms, the mystic aspect of guns took over. It used to be commonplace to see rifles prominently displayed in homes. This was done with the presence of gun cabinets or gun racks hung upon the wall. Gun cabinets used to be so common in homes that furniture stores would have whole sections of their showroom dedicated to different models of display cases with glass doors ready to grace the homes of proud gun owners. Often, these display cases were large, ornate, and placed as a focal point within the home. As political correctness took over and parents were incorrectly convinced into thinking that having firearms in the house was a lack of good judgment and negligence on their part, guns began to vanish from the average home, especially in our more urbanized communities. In the ever-dwindling number of homes displaying their firearms, gun safes are now more common than the once popular gun cabinets. Gun safes are the perfect addition to safeguarding your firearms from criminals, but they also serve a different purpose than gun cabinets do. Gun safes are not very good for displaying firearms and making them visible and exposing kids to rifles, also known as long arms. Gun cabinets, on the other hand, are usually see-through with a glass front or they're displayed prominently in the home. Gun safes, on the other hand, are usually in a back room, a bedroom, or a closet with the door shut and combination locked, so oftentimes kids actually have no idea that there may be firearms in the home. Of course, all firearms in the home, including those on display, should have gun locks or trigger locks to prevent the action from closing on the firearm and the trigger from being pulled. Also, ammunition needs to be stored separately and under lock and key. The exceptions are guns kept in the house for personal protection and for self-defense. These firearms are usually kept in a state of readiness. Guns kept in the home in a state of readiness should be secured in some manner as to ensure that a child cannot gain access to it. 
Exposing kids to firearms brings back the days when important life lessons were taught in the home and not left up to teachers, politicians, and community activists. As far as firearms are concerned, today's children should be taught the same rules as adults who are raised with guns in the home. These include number one, respecting all firearms. Number two, knowing to never touch a firearm without a parent or other trusted adult present. And number three, that firearms are no more to be feared or are any more mysterious than the steak knives in the kitchen drawer. These life lessons will not only give your kids the knowledge to keep themselves safe in their own homes with firearms, but will also teach them how to be safe when outside of the home. Kids that are shielded from firearms might find themselves in the home of a friend whose parents own guns. Parents who refuse to teach their children about the safe handling of firearms either need to keep themselves secluded in their own homes or evaluate all of their friends' families through interviews and searches. There is always the potential of kids finding themselves in a situation where a gun might be present. It is exclusively and ultimately up to the parent to decide when their child is old enough to learn about and handle firearms. When kids begin showing an interest, curiosity, and fascination about guns, it's time. When kids are mature enough to learn a healthy respect for the firearm, it's time. When introducing kids to firearms, start by showing them a real gun and not a fake one or a picture or especially a video game. Once they observe you holding it and showing it respect, hand it to them. Do this with the action open, demonstrating how to properly hold it and maintain control of the muzzle or the end of the barrel at all times. Teach them how to visually check the action to make sure the firearm is unloaded. The simple act of physically allowing your child to hold a firearm begins the learning process. The first thing a kid realizes when holding a gun for the first time is it is like other household items, meaning a firearm is no more than wood, steel, and plastic. After a while, children begin to look at firearms as do responsible adults. That outlook is that guns are no more than tools designed for a specific purpose, such as hunting or target shooting. The next thing that kids need to be exposed to is how the firearm functions. Teach them how to work the action. Teach the children how to load and unload the gun. It is never too early to learn this very important process when introducing firearms to kids. The technique of loading and unloading is all about safety. To introduce your kids to firearms and not teach them how to properly unload a gun is like teaching your kids how to ride a bike without showing them how to apply the brakes before sending them out into traffic. Anytime you choose to handle your firearms when it is practical and safe, involve your kids. Teach them the importance of always storing your firearm unloaded with the action open, displaying a safe gun, and securing the firearm with a gun lock. Explain why it is important to keep your firearms locked in a gun safe or in a secure location and why we keep our ammunition separate from our firearms and also under lock and key. Allow them to help you clean your firearm and make sure they realize the importance of taking care of your equipment. When we take care of our firearms and keep them cleaned, oiled, and lubricated, 
they will last us a lifetime. Involve them in the disassembly of the firearm and explain what all of the parts are and how they come together to function properly. The more your children understand the details around firearms, the higher level of respect they will have for them. The very first step in teaching kids about firearms and firearm safety is to make sure that your kids know how to make a gun safe. This can be done by pointing the gun in a safe direction and either unloading the firearm or simply opening the action and preventing the firing mechanism from operating. Even though we teach our kids never to touch a firearm without a parent or other trusted adult present, there might be a situation when your child is away from home and a gun unexpectedly appears. The knowledge on how to make a gun safe can not only make sure that your child returns home safely, but could also help prevent a tragedy. No matter which type of firearm you decide to start your child with, it is critical to match the gun to your child. Make sure the gun you are using properly fits the size of your child. If you try to teach your child how to use a firearm that you use or one that is made for an adult, it might be too large for their smaller body frame, too long for their arms to reach and grasp the trigger, and too heavy to hold steady. Not only will this be uncomfortable, it is exhausting and may even turn off a new and young shooter to the sport. The 22 is the best all-around rifle to begin with a young shooter. The firearm is lightweight, therefore reducing fatigue. Once your kid is shown how to properly hold the rifle, aim through the open sider scope, and squeeze the trigger, confidence is built when they hit their target over and over and over. A 22 rifle is extremely accurate. There is virtually no recoil with a 22, so the child is not anticipating the bang or worrying about a sore shoulder from the kick. Lastly, a 22 rifle is just plain fun to shoot. Unlike shooting a rifle, where a stable bench rest, steady hand, and focused concentration through aim determines accomplishment, shooting a shotgun is all about motion. The shooter must be able to detect a moving target, point and swing the gun with their target as they raise up the shotgun to their shoulder and pull the trigger all in one smooth move. Fortunately, manufacturers have understood the importance of diversifying their types of firearms to match whomever is using it for recreation or for hunting. Make sure the firearm fits the shooter. Gun or shooting ranges offer the perfect environment to teach your kids how to shoot and to allow them to practice their newly formed skills. A simple internet search will populate all of the gun ranges in a radius around where you live. There are both indoor and outdoor ranges, and public as well as private ranges. Some states are very restrictive in regards to allowing youth to handle firearms, even with parental supervision. Make sure you check with your state government to comply with the rules of where you live. Ranges that are open to the public have a clubhouse or a main building where shooters would check in. Shooters are generally charged a set fee per gun or range fee. Oftentimes, youth shooters are charged at a discounted rate or may even be free with a paid adult shooter. Here, you can purchase ammunition, targets, shooting accessories, and sometimes even firearms. Sometimes, there are even guns available to rent or to try out while you are there. 
After checking in and obtaining your targets, you are sent to a particular area where you may begin shooting. These ranges usually have paid range safety officers or RSOs on staff and patrol the shooting areas and firing line, making sure everyone is following the safety rules and following range commands. Their primary job is range safety and calling a ceasefire to allow shooters to retrieve their targets at timed intervals. Another added benefit of shooting at ranges with range safety officers is relying on them for assistance and asking them questions. RSOs are highly trained and certified, and most have a tremendous knowledge of firearms, ammunition, and shooting based on their years of experience. When your child is with you at the range, encourage them to ask questions and interact with the RSOs. Not only will this build confidence in your child, the RSOs always enjoy passing along their knowledge and skills to the younger generation. Private shooting ranges are closed to the public. If you are interested in shooting at a private range, you must obtain a membership to be part of the private club. Depending on the size of the range and the maximum number of people who can safely shoot at one time, interested participants must oftentimes get their names on a waiting list. When your name comes up, you will have to attend an orientation and pay either a monthly fee or an annual membership fee. Often, there are family rates and children are usually discounted or even free when you become a member. Both public and private ranges offer programs throughout the year to attract new shooters, especially youth, to the sport. A schedule of monthly events can be found on the range's website, and it is also posted around the property or on information boards near the main building. Several of the programs targeting youth shooters are free of charge and heavily encourage parental involvement. Youth are encouraged to take advantage of these shooting programs and competitions. Shooting can be a very social activity, and your child will quickly make new friends who are also sharing their interest. There are usually highly trained coaches and RSOs who work for that range or who volunteer their time to help teach others. You can always rely upon their services to help a new or a young shooter get started on the ranges. If you have any questions or need guidance, the staff at the ranges are at your service. If you are fortunate enough to own several acres of your own property, you always have a place to shoot. It always helps knowing friends or family who own property who allow you to visit and bring your kids to shoot on their land. As long as your impromptu gun range includes a safe backstop to stop all of the projectiles and you ensure nothing goes beyond your intended target, you are in for hours of fun and entertainment. A safe backstop can be man-made like pellet traps or you can use your surroundings like a hill Young shooters love plinking targets. A simple setup is a handful of soda cans placed on a fence post set out just a few yards to start. Allow your young shooter to take aim, ideally with a pellet or a BB gun, and begin shooting. Kids love instant rewards. When they start hitting their soda can targets, hearing the plink, and seeing the can jump, the excitement overwhelms them. To add to the challenge, increase the distance after several rounds of success. This is a fun way to bond with your child and build their self-confidence as they become a better and better shot. The first rule of teaching kids about firearms is to make sure that your child is in the mood for instruction when you are ready to teach them. 
As any parent knows, when your child is not in the mood to do something, forget it. If you try to force instruction onto them, you could be doing more harm than good. The moment you realize your child is not in the proper frame of mind, stop and move on to another activity. This may be temporary and their lack of attention may only last for a few hours, a day, or even into next week. Regardless of time passed, wait until they are back in the mindset and they are ready to pay attention to this very important lesson. Shooting and firearms are subject matters that demand the utmost respect, discipline, and undivided attention of all participants. When your child is eager and willing to learn, the second rule is to slow it way down. You may have been around firearms your entire life, during your youth and into adulthood, but this is a fairly new topic to your child. They may have only seen you handling your guns, shooting, cleaning, and storing them. All of this comes second nature to you, but do not try to cram all of this information it took you to acquire over a lifetime into a child's very first lesson. Not only will this overwhelm them, but it will more than likely turn them off, overstimulate them, and shut them down. Teach to their knowledge level and explain the firearm terminology in words that they can understand. Before you ever allow them to pull the trigger, Make sure you have all abundant, hands-on classroom time that you can, whether it be in your living room or around your kitchen table. Discuss all of the rules of firearm safety and safe gun handling. Do not make them memorize the rules like muzzle in a safe direction, but confirm that they understand what this means. Have them explain the safety rules and give examples so you are sure they comprehend before moving on and building on that foundation. Why should we always have our muzzle pointed in a safe direction? What is a safe direction in this room? What about if we were upstairs? Where's a safe direction? What about at a gun range? Why? What should we do if we see someone who is not following this very important safety rule? Continue to randomly question your child throughout the day and beyond so gun safety is always about safety and on their front burner. The idea is not for them to memorize a set of rules, but to understand the why behind it and what happens if you see something unsafe. Continue having these conversations to ensure that your child understands how important safety is. That way you're always there to verbally correct them if they have any questions. If you tell a child to watch the muzzle, you want them to automatically know and understand what you are talking about. A 22 long rifle is a great firearm to begin teaching with. Allow your child to hold the firearm and teach them how to check to make sure it is unloaded and a safe gun. Identify all of the parts of the gun and encourage discussion and questions. Once you feel comfortable with their progress, set up a range at your table. Place a box at the end of the table and hang a real target on it or even make your own target with an X or a bullseye on the box. Demonstrate how to hold the firearm properly, then allow your child to model what you just showed them. Remember to slow down your instruction so you are not talking way over their head or moving along too quickly. Make sure that you double and triple check the firearm to make sure it is unloaded. Explain to them how to see their target through the scope or the sight. Have them raise their head off the rifle and get back into position seeing their target over and over until they are fairly comfortable with that motion. 
Next, teach them how to breathe and slow it down before they gently squeeze the trigger. Allow them to see for themselves what happens if they are breathing too fast and then try to squeeze the trigger. The gun will jump a bit and you will not hit your target where you are aiming. Also, let them see what happens if they do not squeeze the trigger slowly, but slap it or jerk it. Again, the gun will jump and you will not hit your intended target where you are aiming. Once your child sees the cause and effect of their actions for themselves, the outcome is for your child to have a much better understanding of why you are telling them what you are telling them. When you feel they are ready to cycle around through the firearm, it is time to go visit the shooting range. Allow them to be involved in packing the range bag with you. Discuss all the accessories and why you need them, like hearing and eye protection, targets, gun cleaning kit, firearm unloaded in a case, and proper matching ammunition transported separately from your firearm. For your first trip to a gun range, an outdoor range may be less intimidating than an indoor range. Choose a day and a time when the range is less crowded and that you can have more focus instructional time while you're shooting. Allow your child to demonstrate all of the safe behaviors he or she showed you while sitting at the kitchen table. When your child is ready, allow them to load their first round and take aim, seated close by their side at all times. Once they begin hitting their target, their enthusiasm soars. Your child may only shoot a few rounds or may be so excited that they may shoot a few boxes. Whichever the case, let the length of time spent at the range be driven by your child. If you are ready to go and your child is not, do not extinguish their motivation and desire to keep shooting. On the other hand, when they are ready to go, it is best to wrap it up and go. Their attention span is a lot shorter than yours, and when they're done, they're done. Their memory of their first trip to the shooting range will be that much more gratifying. When was the last time you took your child or another youth out shooting? If the answer is, I can't remember or it's been too long, it's been too long. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming in the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. Go out, have fun, and be safe. This is Heidi Rayo, and you've heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org or follow on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.